As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A nugget of wisdom from yeah. my encouraging Brennan Lee Mulligan yeah. DM father figure. Yeah. Um, that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. That was because oh. I want him to be my best friend. So that's <laughs> and, and your daddy? <laughs> no. Welcome to Drinkopedia, the drinking game where someone has a week to learn two topics before getting drunk and teaching them to the rest of the class. It's a bit like when you get into your father's liquor cabinet and then you realize it's not the 1950s, he doesn't have a liquor <laughs> cabinet, that's Adderall. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was so specific. <laughs> oh my god, I went somewhere with that. <laughs> I'm Matt and I am joined, as always, by Jason. Hello. How are you doing this week? I'm doing all right. Nice. Yeah. Very good. Good. Excellent. <laughs> and this week's drinker sat in the hot seat, which is rather tepid this evening. It's yeah. Audra. I thought Ooh. that was going to be a bigger burp. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell. I've been there. I've been there. God, because I've been doing hefty burps as of late. Mm. So I was really hoping that that one would be a, a doozy. I'm going to burp later on in the episode. I'm absolutely positive. If you could edit. <laughs> oh, it's guaranteed. If you could edit that bigger burp in there or maybe now because this is when the joke makes sense <laughs> i'm gonna leave that up to your discretion all right i'll i'll do one of those things <laughs> and what is it that's got you belching so much um i've had a couple of these big cans of strongbow cider mm. now i've found out that strongbow is like the Mike's Hard Lemonade of the UK. Yeah, it's kind oh, of a standard cider brand. Wow, mm -hmm. we have Angry Orchard here yeah. in America. Wow. Yeah. And so they have brought Strongbow to the United States as like slightly fancy. Kind of classy, premium stuff. Really? It even says on it, traditional English hard cider. Oh, that does sound better than, mm -hmm. oh, gives a pint of Strongbow, Matt. Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> anything that comes from the UK 
automatically is branded as fancy to Americans. Beatles. Yep. Like you told me, you're like, I don't have a Harry Potter accent. <laughs> it's, it's like, don't, don't expect that when we were first talking. Um, but your accent sounds fancy. Oh. To Americans. Oh. Regardless. <laughs> so traditional English hard cider carbonated for my burping pleasure. <laughs> Excellent. And what, what, what topics do you have for us that you'll be teaching on this hard cider? I have the Maillard reaction. The Maillard reaction. And mm. the Flying Dutchman. Ah, yes. <laughs> so we've got a cooking related thing, a food culinary yes. related thing. Yes. And a SpongeBob a spooky reference. Ghost ship. <laughs> no, yes. no, 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 a SpongeBob reference. SpongeBob reference. <laughs> <A> SpongeBob reference. <laughs> 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 Honestly, the whole episode is just going to be SpongeBob. Oh my God, I love it so much. Uh, it's are you, not. Are you ready, kids? <laughs> Damn it. I edit the podcast for Drinkopedia and I hear so many belches from the two of you. I yeah. don't think I have too much of the functions that allow someone to belch. Mm -hmm. Your so, gut biome. So even though I have to edit out lots of uh, uh from my stuff, from right. you two, you two speak very clearly, but you burp a lot. Yeah. And so I have to edit it out to the right amount where it's not too gross. I think with a drinking podcast, people expect one or two, but mm. when there's like 30 or 40 and See, some of them are yeah. wet, oh, well, <laughs> it's bad. Oh, the wet ones. I'll I'm give you sorry. the wet ones. Yeah. I'll burp further away from the microphone yeah, yeah, in the yeah, future. Yeah. And if it's big enough, it'll carry. Yeah. yeah. These microphones smell awful. <laughs> <laughs> so the Maillard reaction, the flying Dutchman. Yeah. Yes. Who put these in the hat? The Maillard reaction I did for sure. Nice. Been watching. Been watching that Brad Leone. Now I'm like, that Bon Appetit. It's it's uh, yeah. It's it's uh -huh. alive with Brad Leone. It's uh -huh. nice. It's good con. It's just wholesome. Yeah. Everyone loves cooking food content yeah, stuff. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Especially in like, there's certain waves of time. Like it was like I don't know, late nineties. Mm. When people got really into cooking shows. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Digital absolutely. TV and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And now we're in this digital age of the internets. Yep. Mm -hmm. I've heard of it. Mm hmm. Um, you're probably listening to this via some form of the internet. What? Voodoo. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so it's cool to see some things that are updated for the modern age. Bon appetit. <laughs> and then the Flying Dutchman, was that just one of those ones where we were thinking of like supernatural things and curiosities and just thought, let's throw it, it in. It must have been because mm -hmm. I don't remember where this came from. Yeah. And I lost the little slip of paper, so I don't know whose penmanship <laughs> it is. Oh. <laughs> That's right. We could have been super sleuths about it. <laughs> Except we couldn't. No. <laughs> not today. Yeah. But I, I, I find it interesting that it's the Flying Dutchman and not... What is it, Blackbeard that has that ship, or like Davy Jones? Not, we'll, not, find not, <laughs> we'll find later out later on Drinkopedia. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. And before we get onto that, just a quick reminder: if you enjoy this podcast and want a little more from us, or just want to support the regular episodes, you can do that at Patreon.com/Drinkopedia. There are some special episodes up there where we kind of face off against each other in quick learning challenges, as well as have specific topics that are seasonally themed, as well as just pre-drinks, which is where we turn the microphones on and record the stuff we're talking about that week before the episode begins. Whoa, behind the scenes, BTS. <laughs> They're popular. And... <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Not my fave, though. <laughs> and you can support us for as little as a dollar a month. And it keeps this podcast alive and allows us to grow, which we have done. Check out our social media and there'll be cool pictures of our new recording studio. That's all thanks <gasps> to you. Ooh. What, this was bought with Patreon money? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, we're doing a lot better than I thought. <laughs> but not, not good enough. Not amazing. Not, no, 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 not good enough. No, no, no. We could still use you to support us. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get some windows in this bitch. It is dark. <laughs> I'm, I mean, it's in the basement. So <laughs> I don't know how we're going to do that. Oh, with enough Patreon money, anything is possible. If you feel like you've got no money but some time, Take the time to rate us on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser, as that helps more people find the podcast, and those people might have money. Okay, with the self-promotion aside, I'm going to throw it over to Audra, who is going to teach you all about... My art reaction. Ooh. So much excitement in the voice. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited, because I kind of know, but I'm not exactly sure. I know nothing. Ah. About this. You know a lot about a great many things. <laughs> Debatable. <laughs> The Maillard reaction is a basic food chemistry idea. Mm. If you think of anything that you cook and it browns, probably the Maillard reaction. Probably. Hmm. Like a like a crumble? <laughs> yeah. Ooh, nice. Like a, ooh, like when you put a meringue pie. Oh, God, I'm so hungry right now. When you put a meringue <laughs> pie, this is... This is gonna get aggressive. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I, dude, you you but went I, aggressive and not sexual. That's interesting. Let's I, talk about that. Ooh, dude, I, <laughs> Let's not. <laughs> when you put a meringue pie in there and all those white whipped peaks yep. go brown yep. and crust. Oof. That's the Maillard reaction? Probably. And they go from like these malleable peaks and they harden up and it's like that little crunch. Oh, you had me at hardened malleable peaks. <laughs> <laughs> so basically it's sugars slash carbs. Okay. Um, some kind of sugar slash carb and like amino acids, which is the basic building blocks for proteins. You put those Got together it. with heat uh-huh. and it gets brown and releases like a certain combination of basically thousands of flavor profiles. What? <laughs> That's just amazing. Based, just based on just like browning. Yeah. Because you're taking those things and putting them with the, you're taking the sugars and carbohydrates and putting them with amino acids because there's tons of sugars slash carbohydrates right. and tons of like amino acids. Mm-hmm. Right. And you put them together with heat. They react to create all of these chemicals that we know as good flavor. Ooh. Mm. Well, so like, what's the... Okay, I don't know if I knew this before or not, but what's the difference between the Maillard reaction and caramelization? Okay, I didn't specifically look too awful much but caramelization is mostly in my understanding Uh is basically like the heating specifically of sugars oh so you're gonna get mostly savory flavors from my from my research out of the the Maillard Maillard reaction okay so you're gonna get things um like coffee beans roasting coffee beans oh is that a Maillard reaction that is a Maillard reaction this is why i wanted to learn the green coffee beans you heat them slowly over time you control that Maillard reaction to get the flavor of roasted coffee beans which is better than just drinking green coffee beans oh yeah i don't want those yes (laughs) (laughs) it's like oh just these grapes in my mug (laughs) 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 that's 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 like bean water the coffee cherry yeah um popcorn the explosion oh, of is that, that? Reaction. technically that is a reaction of carbo 
carbohydrates and amino acids, yeah. it ends up having like an explosive reaction. It's like instant yeah. as opposed to slow over a bit of time. Ooh. Yes. Um, so like grilling a steak, the outside, the browning that you're getting That's there. That's 100% Maillard. That's a Maillard reaction. Proteins, some like yeah. carby but bits it, that it's got in it. if the fat gets burnt or whatever if the fat like crisps that's caramelization possibly with um, sugar on that yeah because because fat has lipids and sugars in it right mm-hmm. this is sciencey um it, i think it depends good. specifically on what you add into your grilling process mm. then it could be caramelization yeah um specifically maillard reaction only refers to you take some carbs you take some amino acids yeah you put them together with heat and boom <laughs> browning interesting um, most of my examples were pretty, were pretty savory, like toast, making toast. toast. Well, just Classic. as basic as toast. As basic yeah. as toast, the browning is a Maillard reaction. Yeah. Um, browning garlic. Well, technically that would be bread. The browning of the bread is yes. the Maillard reaction to yeah. well, toast. Technically, when you burn toast, yes, um, you're going too far. You're releasing bitter chemicals. Okay. You're processing it even further in the Maillard reaction. That's like straight carbonization there. Yeah, and but, y- it's bad. But just tasting. to confirm, the Maillard reaction doesn't happen to the toast because it would already have hap- taken place for that to happen. I mean, it could happen to toast that makes it burnt. Okay, got It you. could continue to happen, but a Maillard reaction has taken place to bread Yes. to make it toast. Mm. And that's why toast is good. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. That's the quote for the episode. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a French scientist... Maillard, I cannot remember. Yeah. He had two first names. Oh. And then Maillard. Can't remember what they are, but he discovered that it basically Jean Pierre Maillard, probably. That's racist. I don't know, something <laughs> racist. Um <laughs> That's two first names. I, it's John and Peter. Look, at least you didn't go Jean Pierre Maillard. <laughs> Ooh, that was quite nice. Thank you. Yeah. So he decided this is what's happening it's happening to all of them ta-da sugars carbohydrates yeah amino acids is making this browning process this Ooh. is my odd reaction is what <laughs> it's a hard reaction it's not soft <coughs> toast that was terrible i was i'm tapping toast on the desk and <laughs> <laughs> you going tick 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 that's what toast sounds like so he kind of knew that this is what was happening in like 1912. Oh, wow. Oh, old. Yeah. He knew that that's what was happening, but he didn't know how. He just was like, pretty sure it's sugars and amino acids. Yeah. Oh, so it was a bit more complex than him going, things are getting brown. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He just goes to like some like other scientists and he goes, I had this chicken and it was pink. (laughs) And now it's brown and it tastes better. (laughs) <laughs> that's something right yeah <laughs> this, this yeah. is a science right <laughs> yeah. Do, did did my art get his grant this year i, don't <laughs> yeah. I didn't cha- chemically change it it's still chicken <laughs> did, but it mm-hmm. tastes different this guy has tenure yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so i think it was the 50s or 60s john hodge john, john Ho- hodge john hodge john mm. hodge hope that's real yeah his last name is hodge nice i remember that much um, he defined the mechanism that makes this work. So it takes these two things and then it puts together and it goes here and then it goes here and then mm. it makes a shift base and then what? it goes to these things and this is how it produces this set of chemicals and this set of chemicals what? that make flavors. What? So he established, honestly, it should be called the Hodge reaction because Maillard Ooh. is like, mm, 
carbs and amino acids yeah. that makes it brown yeah. and taste good. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, but Hodge actually figured out what is happening here. But Maillard reaction sounds so good, especially it when does. you're saying things like, this is my mise en place, this is my mirepoix, <laughs> this is my Maillard reaction, Yep. my omelette. Everything sounds better in French. Yeah, God. especially when it's food. Yeah. Ooh, you can mise en place on my mirepoix. What? Okay, <laughs> later. <laughs> After we record. Suck my voo, man. <laughs> that was just vulgar. <laughs> that wasn't even good taste. <laughs> So because the Maillard reaction is just amino acids and carbs basically put together with some heat, that's why it comes up with a ton of different um, flavor profiles. Toast does not taste the same as cooked chicken. That's correct. People may be surprised <laughs> I've always to said know. that. I've always said that. What, you, you eat a piece of toast and you don't go, tastes like chicken? Yep, that's, it's the only thing I don't say <laughs> that way. Yeah. Because it's basically just various kinds of sugars, with various kinds of amino acids, produce these different flavor profiles, but it ends up using the same mechanism mm. to do that, which is really freaking cool. Yeah. You, you guys are flexitarians. So uh-huh. we're talking about yeah. food. Let's, let's talk about like kind of yeah. like diets and foods, right? I, I'm not a big fan of beef. I'm a, meat, I'm a meat lover, but I'm not a big fan of beef. I think beef in itself has zero to no flavor. You know, when you see someone make a video about like high end steak, yeah. it's fucking butter and it's garlic and it's thyme and it's basting. That's the flavor. And it's the fat, right? It's the fat of okay, beef yeah. that has the most flavor. You cook freaking french fries in it and it tastes amazing. But that's the flavor of beef, right? Whereas I, I would argue that stuff like fish, chicken, pork has flavor into the meat itself, et cetera, et cetera. But beef to me is just fucking nothing. But beef fat, when, okay. you, when you crisp that, ooh. And when it goes through the cooking process, God. Does it go through the Maillard effect? Fucking damn. Oh, it's all Maillard, baby. Because <laughs> you're not just going to eat a gristle of, of like fat in itself, right? Or you would. Start to finish Maillard. I might. Uh, yeah, but oh, dude, the Maillard. When you cook that and, and you, you maybe you push it again and you sear it, or you push it against the... Yeah. Oh, fucking A. Oh, is, is there beef in the room? Oh, <laughs> there is. There Me. <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> I flex. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to start recording this in a video podcast form at some point. God, I'll have to brush my hair. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to look presentable. So I've mentioned before, if you burn something, that's basically yeah. the Maillard reaction going crazy. <laughs> um, and you've pushed it a little too far. It's right. processed a little further than it should. Um, and it's going to a charred state of those flavor profiles. Like the food chart, like charred? It becomes charred. Yes. Put Not it like in Swiss a green, chard, no. green oh. smoothie. Oh. Do it now. Don't. Okay. We're recording a podcast. A couple ways to make the Maillard reaction to push it. Obviously, increase the heat. Mm. But then you run the risk of burning things. Yeah. Right. Because when you increase the heat, you're going to reduce the amount of water that you have or any kinds of liquids that you have in a thing. Yeah. Yes. Which concentrates the amounts of carbohydrates and amino acids because there's not water there to dilute it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also you could burn it. Yeah. Um, another option is to increase the pH. Oh, that's very interesting. So the, I saw an example where someone was browning onions and they wanted to do it faster. And so they're like, put some salt in there, put some baking soda. I mix up baking soda huh. and baking powder. I think it was baking soda. Um, 
and that increases the pH, which pushes the Maillard reaction faster um, so that you can brown them more effectively. And Interesting. For, for us non-science people, that's adding acids to it. That's increasing uh, the acidity. It's basic. It's became, it's making it more basic. Yeah. It's, it's the opposite of increasing acidity. Yeah. So acid, yeah. So, so the pH higher you go, more basic. Basic. Lower you go, more acidic. Oh. So you're actually doing the opposite of what you said. pH is weird, man. Flip it round. I see now. Yeah. That's interesting. But also mm-hmm. don't need a don't need that much to brown onions. Yeah. Pretty quick. It was just mostly an example of right. how it works with something that's pretty easy. Yeah. Um, they also said don't put too much in because then you're not going to lose the amount of water you need and it's going to be kind of gloopy. Um, so there is a balancing act. Yeah. Um, a lot of food science has existed for a long time. So hmm. maybe just brown your onions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Brown them good. Yeah. yeah. Sweat them out for five minutes. It doesn't take that long. Yeah. People. Yeah. Um, so there are ways to push it but you run some risks. Otherwise, makes food taste good. <laughs> or if you go too far, makes food taste bad. I, I was going to say, I like how the Maillard reaction is just a fancy way of saying, don't burn your food, cook it the correct amount. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's good to know the science behind it. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to cook duck again so Ooh, that I can- Fuck, I, Matt. I, so that I can give Ooh. a mallard a Maillard. Oh. oh, you did that just for the pun, but duck, <gasps> yeah, is the best meat. I do miss well cooked duck. Mm-hmm. This is duck. why we're flexitarian, so that we can eat Ooh. good meats as a treat uh, a few like, times a year. Yes, ducks are the best. Ooh, duck fat. You can't f- if kiss you, fingers. Kiss Mwah. fingers. If you're using another animal's fat to flavor another meat, yeah, that fat is good. Duck fat. Ugh. What's the limit? Like, could you have five different fats from five different animals and just no, that's crazy. smear it on a herring? You only you only need <laughs> duck fat. You only need duck fat. Oh shit! So you you saying you can't like take the fat Ooh. from an octopus leg? Octopuses and just don't have a fat. Smear it on the cheeks of a pig. <laughs> like see- on a live pig? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Best from cooked from. But fresh. pork cheek is also very. Yeah, good. Yeah, there you go. I, yeah. I will say there's only certain amounts that the human palate can discern. Where is our return on investment here? Mm. Dude, duck fat is where it's at. Chicken fat? Uh, oh, there it is. There's the verb. That's the, that's the one I'll put in at the beginning. Musical interlude where probably nothing happened and you may have just skipped forward 30 seconds. Audra, thank you for teaching us all about the Maillard effect. Maillard reaction, but <laughs> close enough. Was it not called the Maillard effect? No. <laughs> nope. Unbelievable. That's a Are Mandela they... effect you're experiencing oh, there. Hundred... <gasps> oh, that's clever. Oh my that's... God, put it in the hat. Mm. Oh, we Have should. we talked about the Mandela effect Ooh. on this podcast? I don't think we've done the Mandela <gasps> effect. I don't think so. Oh my God, put it in the hat. Mm-hmm. See, I say that, but I have the hat. <laughs> I can do that anytime I want. Oh, we all have the hat. The hat exists everywhere. It's a concept. <sighs> the hat is the earth. I am the hat. You are the hat. We're all the hat. I'm the hat. Put me on. <laughs> 
Okay, well, what did you draw from the hat last week that you're now going to teach us for the next 20 minutes? The Flying Dutchman. Oh, yes. Said with such way more calm and composure than I am the hat put me on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to compensate. (laughs) It's tough. So Flying Dutchman, big, big, scary ghost ship, right? (laughs) How many Spongebob (laughs) references? I didn't watch the episode of Spongebob as part of my research regrets the flying dutchman as the thing outside of spongebob the ship (laughs) is a ghost ship a ghost ship yes the point being that it can't make it to port as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when i was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What about starboard? Uh, <laughs> that's a very deep-seated sailing reference there. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so it, it, can't, it can't return home to dock. Yes. So the people who are on the ship are doomed to roam the sea for eternity. Whoa. They can never go back. Oh. Um, so it's basically listed by a lot of references as like a glowing ship with ghostly light and it's a portent of doom. Um, hmm. So if you see the Flying Dutchman, you are doomed. <laughs> oh. Uh, Good job ghost things aren't real, so we'll never see it. Yeah. <laughs> never doomed. Never doomed, yeah. So this probably came around Um, by the Dutch East India Company, because that's Hmm. when it starts to come into prevalence. Okay. They were the ones that had a ton of ships. This is very... The Dutch man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's when people start referencing (laughs) the Flying Dutchman as a portent of doom. So East, East India Trading Company, that's like the big, that's like the first initial globalization project by our species it's everyone really go like build everyone build ships they discover synergy yeah 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 start going from port to port and the dutch were good at it Hmm. i think i mean we know them at dutch east india yep so they're doing it up man so everyone and their mother pretty much has a recorded sighting of this really okay um so it's they're always listed as like this fast gliding gloomy ship went quickly with no wind in its torn sails. This has got to be like a, a speedboat during a foggy night. An <laughs> you know omen I mean? to the unwise of the lure of the sea. <laughs> uh, every single one of them is written in a similar way. I love it. It's like, two, two, it's like 2017 was the last sighting and they're like, I saw... I saw something beyond yonder. <laughs> y- yonder, mate, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah. 
Also, I think we are allowed to mock this supernatural thing because yeah. none of us are really sailors. Yeah, so exactly. The flying, okay, yeah. the flying Dutchman, he, like, the ship might exist, mm-hmm. but we're not doomed because we don't go in the water. Yeah, we don't believe in, all three of us don't believe in ghosts. The listener might. But also, we don't hang out at sea. We're in a landlocked area. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Is Colorado the most landlocked place on Earth? On Earth? Uh, Slap bang I in the middle that. of I mean, the continental United States. We've got yeah. rivers. Yeah. I, uh, still, but like to the ocean, right? We yeah. we got small Maybe rivers. The Probably something like in, in the center of China. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. That's a lot of landmass. Do you know what? I wasn't even thinking about China. Should be, mate. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to come and creep creep behind you. All 60 billion of them. Racist. <laughs> I'm half Chinese. I know you are. That's why I said it was racist. <laughs> Got to think about yourself more, man. <laughs> so notable sightings <laughs> of the Flying Dutchman. Oh, yeah, yes. that's right. Yes. Notable sightings of the Flying Dutchman. Um, the only one I remember, Prince... Prince George of Wales. I thought you were going to say Prince. <laughs> Prince. Prince saw the ghost ship. <laughs> That's what this song is about. That's so dope. Prince George of Wales, who became King George the Fifth. Is that the King's Speech one? No. Uh, no, no. I don't, the, think, I don't think who's so. Who's King George the Fifth then? You uh, must know. He'd be like an George the Sixth or Seventh. Oh my God, how many Georges are I'm, there? A lot of I'm, Georges. Oh. There's a whole Georgian time. Wait, George the Fifth though. That's not too... Old? Yeah. So this story is like 1800s. Oh, yeah. this is just one sighting, I suppose. This is just Since... one sighting. Okay. Okay. Um, And he had to transfer ships, I believe, to the HMS Inconstant, which Incontinent? I would- Incontinent? In, in, I'm th- pretty sure it was just Inconstant. Okay. Which I would never get on that ship. <laughs> I would it never end. <laughs> I would never get on a ship that's unreliable. <laughs> the SS Unreliable Ship. Oh, yeah. So what is this? Like what the Flying is, Dutchman? What is the Flying Dutchman? Why Why do people say they see this? Because they're insane and they're at sea and I you get seasick. Oh, I got seasick and it was brutal. I went deep sea fishing for halibut in Alaska and I wanted to die. Did you see the Flying Dutchman? No, I saw a lot of green stuff. That was oh. my barf. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, seaweed. No, yeah. Um, ghost, my ghost, ghost barf. Over, yeah, ghost barf, yeah. Ghost shining things. Oh, yeah, yeah. Vomit. Yeah, vomit, yeah. So this is probably a superior mirage. What's the difference between a superior mirage and a regular mirage? And an th- inferior mirage. <laughs> which is just... I, I do think that's the technical term is inferior. Uh, oh, really? Superior. I think the inferior mirage, I didn't go into it because this is a superior mirage. <laughs> I think the inferior one is just the light hits the sand, makes it look like an oasis. Okay, yeah. yeah. You're just going batshit crazy. Your classic mirage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's like when you're when you're going to like Home Depot and you're looking at swatches and you're like, is this a fuchsia? Or is this a magenta? And you're like, you're fucking insane. That's obviously hot pink. Right? Yes. Okay. I agree. <laughs> I just totally like outed myself there, didn't I? I with that conversation. As, I, a, as a color theorist? Yeah, 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 yeah. As just someone who has a very uninteresting life. A passion for interior design. <laughs> yeah. I just hot, go to Home Depot. Yeah. <laughs> I've never bought anything from Home Depot. I've just looked at swatches. <laughs> so... Superior Mirage is just things looking more complex than just, uh, I think that looks like water. Specifically. <laughs> yeah. in the, when you're sailing in the ocean. Yeah. Yes. Who oh, did you see that? 
That's a lot of water. <laughs> oh my god, it's like it goes on forever. <laughs> um, specifically, I think it's a Fata Morgana. What? Wow, that's a my favorite Harry Potter character. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, what it is is it's a temperature change over the course of the water, and the light comes in. And it makes weird reflections okay. of items that are further away. You know, basically, like when you put a pencil behind a glass of water and it like sh- looks like it's shifted. Yeah. Yes. Or like you do it with arrows and they look backwards or wonky. Refraction? Mm-hmm. Is that what that's called? Yes. It's kind of like a mixture of that with light through temperatures Whoa. can do a very a, quite a few effects. Uh-huh. So it can make it flip upside down. Oh. So you can look at a distance and the ship will both be below and above. Oh, shit. That's like Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End. Mm-hmm. As above, so below. <laughs> Creepy. This is amazing. I believe in ghosts now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's another one where it can just look like it's floating above the water. Like the very Dutchman. distinctly. Flying. Uh, yeah. Yes. Mm. Um, and then there's looming, which is an effect where it looks like it's magnified. Ooh, the looming Dutchman. Oh. (laughs) So it basically, um, someone in the olden times saw it and someone was like freaking out because, oh my God, it's the flying Dutchman. And he's like, okay, but look below it Uh in the distance. And there was the exact same ship down there. Yeah. Huh. Um, Gotcha. So basically they were seeing things. Yeah. Like they were seeing a floating ship that was either upside down Mm -hmm. or way bigger not touching the water. Yeah. But it was light and temperature and yeah. water fucks with images. Yeah. And it does. We all know that. Yes, by the <laughs> pencil trick. Yep. Yeah. Um, so they were seeing something. It was just a ship in the distance. This okay. Is, this is why I'll never believe in ghosts. Now, here Matt's giving already giving me a judgmental look. Well, no, you here, just said I'll never believe in ghosts, and that I'll never believe in ghosts. The correct answer. Yeah. Well, I'll never believe in ghosts. I'll never believe in ghosts. And here's the thing: like, I've seen things. I've heard things when I used to live in in my house, you know, the house, I used to hear heavy footsteps, not only on the roof, but like in the walls. And I never thought about it for like a second. I'd be like, it seems like someone's on my roof. And I didn't even like go out to check on the roof and be like, yeah, hello, man. Why are you on my roof? I just be like, I'm just not going to mess with that person who's in my roof. And it never mm-hmm. happened, and you were and it, you were well, a rational thinker. Well, well yeah, it, well, it yeah. probably happened, but it's probably not a no. man on my roof. No, and it's probably not mm-hmm. footsteps I've heard, even though they were distinct, like rhythmic cadence, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I've seen like I, one time I was driving late at night, and I was like falling asleep at the wheel, and I saw this little girl, and she popped up, and I like swerved, and I woke up. I'm not saying that's a ghost. Yeah. Most likely, I was like exhausted, sleep deprived, sleep deprived. My brain was making things, and then people. Every time I talk to people who believe in ghosts, they're like, you haven't seen the shit I've seen. And I'm like, no, I think I have. Yeah. I just didn't think what you thought. That's the difference. It's right. Each person sees a bunch of different things. And then a rational explanation is it's more likely this thing like exhaustion or this or that. Something scientific that maybe you can't explain, but it's explainable. Because Audra Mm -hmm. just gave an excellent scientific explanation for why people saw a flying ship. Yeah. They definitely saw a ship flying that looked close to them that yeah. wasn't touching the water yeah what yeah. yeah you know you're we're at a carnival cruise you know for whatever reason uh all three of us <laughs> on a carnival cruise yep and we, we see that i'd flip my shit mm-hmm. and you would probably see what i saw mm-hmm. we'd all probably agree that it wasn't a ghost yeah we would but yeah. other people not might not once upon a time i thought i was going crazy i was driving in backwood 
roads near where I used to live growing up, I could have sworn I saw the back half of a mountain lion, mm. what looks like a mountain lion, jumping into the um, section of the woods. Just the back half of it? Yeah. No like, face? Uh-uh. I just saw, like, the back half of it going into, like, the wood edge, uh-huh. edge of the actual woods. Creepy. And so I was freaking out because I'm like, this is rural Illinois. What is <laughs> happening here? Yeah. Um, turns out, I found out a couple years later, I thought I was crazy. Found out a couple years later, they released a mountain lion because there was too many predators. Oh. Whoa. I saw it. But why <laughs> did they just release half a mountain lion? How did it survive? <laughs> they released the- I don't understand why you're both laughing at me right now. <laughs> they released the whole thing. It was jumping into the woods. Yeah. Oh, so I, I thought we were talking about ghosts still, and it was like a no. ghost mountain lion where it only I, had a back half. Yeah. Oh, no. I. This Terrible is probably the strong bow that is causing me to not <laughs> exactly explain thoroughly, but I saw it jumping into... I saw only the back half because the front half was in the woods already. Right, okay. And so I was like, what? Why did that have cat legs and a long tail? Um, what? No. Yeah. Now, I, I will say, there's been a couple of videos I've seen where certain things are unexplainable and seem creepy. I will not say it's a ghost, but they are certainly unexplainable. Yeah, they're I'll concede, mysteries. Yeah, yeah, I'll concede they're unexplainable and freaky deaky. Yeah. I will never concede that it's a ghost, personally. I think I'm with you on that. I'm happy yeah. to entertain the weird and the paranormal and yeah. stuff, but I personally would never land on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, the, you, see the, you see the claw marks? Someone gets clawed during, during like a poltergeist or something like that? And yeah. Like, Whoa, what the fuck was that? But that's like, never happened, though. But no, but like like footage from like the 1970s or whatever. And then yeah, in like, horror films. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> the disco ball doesn't bleed in real life. <laughs> anyway, I'm trying to, if you believe in ghosts, you believe in ghosts. That's yeah, a yeah, difference yeah. of opinion. It's, it's we fine. don't believe in ghosts, but if you believe in ghosts, you believe in ghosts. Absolutely. I've known plenty of rational people I've known in my life who believe in ghosts. Yeah. Some people believe in the economy. <laughs> <laughs> Dark. Oh, goodness. It's much scarier than ghosts. <laughs> We have a lot of modern interpretations of the Flying Dutchman. Yes. Well, not modern interpretations. Don't we say SpongeBob. Don't say SpongeBob. I'm right talking now. about the In and Out secret menu item, okay. which is just cheese and pickles. That's okay. it. <laughs> you it's, can buy a four by four Flying Dutchman. That sounds disgusting. Yeah. Um, I like pickles. That sounds awful. Yeah. Um, so, the Flying Dutchman iconography. The idea of the Flying Dutchman has been used. Since the Flying Dutchman was invented. What came first, the Flying Dutchman or the Flying Dutchman? <laughs> the Flying Dutchman, the ship. Okay. Um, oh, person. so it was a real ship. I forget. Well. No? Not really. Oh. Anywho, it's been used in <laughs> literature. Literature. Yeah. Opera. Hmm. Tweets. <laughs> probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, animation. Animation. Yeah. Films. Pirates of the Caribbean. TV shows. Don't say it. Radio yeah. dramas. He didn't Name say one. It. What? SpongeBob, the radio drama. <laughs> Damn it, I said it. <laughs> the radio drama. <laughs> Music. <laughs> um, operas again, because I can't think. Video games. Yeah. SpongeBob, um, the video game. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> SpongeBob, the movie, the video game. <laughs> uh, Wait, wasn't there a SpongeBob video game that was literally called Revenge of the Flying Dutchman? Probably. Possibly. I played a lot on the GameCube. Um, something interesting I found about the SpongeBob Flying Dutchman thing. Yes. Um, yes. Because we can't stop talking about it, yes. maybe it's better to address it. Needle, um, I think they called the man the Flying Dutchman. Yeah, the ghost itself is the Flying Dutchman. Is the yes. Flying Dutchman. Uh-huh. And he um, has a ship still. Called the Flying Dutchman? I think so. 
Wait, so it's like Dutchman and Dutchman? Yeah. I think so. Um, I think that specific situation is based on Blackbeard and Blackbeard's ship. Yeah. Um, Blackbeard's ship is called Queen Anne's Revenge. Okay. Oh. And so they kind of based the SpongeBob thing. They called it the the guy, the Flying Dutchman. Yeah. But they made him kind of a ghost pirate. Blackbeard. Yeah, I know you're Black right. Blackbeard. Yeah. On a cursed pirate ship. Yeah. Um. So they kind of brought that in more as a theme of Blackbeard and Queen Anne's Revenge. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Because in Pirates of the Caribbean, it, the Flying Dutchman belongs to the ship of Davy Jones. Yes. But in SpongeBob, Davy Jones' locker is a literal locker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's I, good. I did read a bit about Davy Jones and Davy Jones' locker. Ooh. Um, so Davy Jones' locker is, Davy Jones is kind of like sea devil, like yeah. the devil mm-hmm. of the sea. Yeah. yeah. Um, so do it, Andre. Do do your do the voice. Do you fear death? <laughs> good, good. <laughs> <laughs> Tentacles. Yeah. <laughs> do you fear death? Um. So yes. Davy Jones. <laughs> lol, same. Um. Davy Jones locker is just the seafloor. It's where mm. the devil stores the sunk ships and those who sunk in the ships. Yeah. Mm. Um. Davy Jones, sea devil. There are a few myths that list him as the captain of the Flying Dutchman. Oh, okay. Which is why we see it in... Yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest? Yeah. Mm. Is that the, the chest with the one? heart? That's the second the, one, yeah. The, 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 I got a jar of dirt, that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's in all yeah. of them. Yes. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My, my high school band did that Ooh, oh, for one of their yeah. performances. Um but that's Davy Jones, Davy Jones' locker. It's not always listed as him as the captain of it, but mm-hmm. it's just the overlapping of two. It's the pirate cinematic universe. Combine things. it. Might as well. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of mythology and folklore have a lot of overlap. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so that's one of them. Davy Jones um, might have come from David Jones, who is a famous sailor, uh. but not. A lot of people don't think that's actually where it came from because he's not that famous. That's quite a common British name as well. Like, especially <laughs> back then, yeah. there will have been so many David Joneses. There might mm-hmm. be a David Jones listening to this podcast right now. Hey, David. David. How you doing, man? David, this is God. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Support us on Patreon. <laughs> don't use God's words like that. Um, speaking of God, another option for what Davy Jones is is he might be the ghost God? of Jonah. Oh, Jonah okay. That's, I Jones. like that. That's I a like little that. too much of like the cinematic universe. Might as well just mm-hmm. make everything connect yeah. kind of deal. But I, There are a few theories. Those are my two favorites. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I do like that. I say those are my two favorites. I can't remember any of the other theories. Uh-huh. So obviously the whale is the Dutchman. Oh, it flies through the waters. <laughs> yeah. With David Jonah as yeah. its captain. <laughs> I was thinking about how you combined, talk about SpongeBob combining the Flying Dutchman with Blackbeard a lot and realized uh-huh. that they couldn't just combine the names and say the Flying Blackman. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey. that, that, that wouldn't be good. No, Nickelodeon nope. would not approve. No. What the? No. No, no, no. <laughs> because they're racist. <laughs> J- Jason's just sat in the corner watching the best of the Flying Dutchman <laughs> from SpongeBob. <laughs> Should we move on to the drawing? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say he didn't learn anything from this. <laughs> I still think it's the ghost. It's just a green ghost. Nope. 
That's yeah. a cartoon. That's little, fictional. Little, 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 little. <laughs> You're good. I hate you so You're good. much. <laughs> you haven't learned anything. Little, 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 little. I sat here listening to Audra's lecture. love scooby-doo <laughs> <laughs> all right and with that declaration audra thank you for for teaching us all about the myard effect saying it wrong again mm. the myard reaction myard reaction myard effect i'll accept both the flying dutchman which i wish i would remember for the ship reasons but i can only remember for spongebob reasons because of jason's <laughs> stupid comments dutch east india trading company pretty much yes yeah. all right <laughs> Well, you know, we've got to sail on to the next oh. episode, hey. which is a week away as per. Man. And Jason, you'll be you'll be drinking and teaching. Yeah, where's the rum? Where's the <laughs> rum when you need it? <laughs> why, why is the rum disappeared? That's the quote, isn't it? <laughs> why is the rum always gone? Yeah, that's it. That, yeah, why on go. earth is there no more rum? No. No rum's on these shelves. Because <laughs> our budget doesn't allow for it. Please support <laughs> us on patreon.com. <laughs> All right, so wait, wait, wait. What hat am I pulling this out of, Audra? You're pulling this out of a, it's, okay, it's a pirate hat. Yes. It looks like a pirate hat just to you and me in this moment. I painted it with, like, the green glowing paint. If we shut the lights off, you would be able to see that. We need the lights on so that you can read the slips of paper. Oh, I didn't even think about that. (laughs) It's a whole thing. I wasted a lot of time and effort. Yeah. It's no, we appreciate it, mm, and yes. the people who can now visualize a glowing pirate hat, mm-hmm. very appreciative. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, thank you. Excellent. All right, so choose it or picking picking three out of the hat. Picking three out of the hat, putting one back, putting one back, keeping the other two, learning the other two for next week. Already, here we go. North Pond Hermit. Oh, which oh. is a user submitted? Yes, this is from Dan at the Movie Seller Podcast. Ah, that's right. It's Heck a local yeah. legend. It's a, it's, a, it's a main legend. It was a, ah. when, when we asked Heck for local yeah. curiosities. And Interesting. Hermit. Hmm. Who is he? Oh, Power Rangers. Power Rangers? <laughs> go, go, Power Rangers. Another user-submitted topic. I know a lot about Power Rangers. Why though, do I keep so. saying user? I don't <laughs> I said user. I don't know. Okay. Listener submitted topic. <gasps> mm-hmm. The Alaskan Gold Rush. And the Alaskan oh, Gold Rush. This is almost too much me. Yeah, because something close to your heart right. there. <laughs> well, I'm going to go with North Pond Hermit because I know nothing about yeah, this. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good choice. 100%. And now we have the option of doing the Alaskan Gold Rush or Power Rangers. And that's that's kind of difficult. You know, both are close to my heart. I was not born and raised in Alaska, though, but I was born and raised on power on rangers, power rangers. <laughs> hell yeah dude there was no raising done in alaska when you uh, were there. no 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 frigid cold this was warming my heart my nice. little asian boy heart as i did kung fu moves towards the tv <laughs> so many robots i love it so much so much spandex oh spandex Ooh. and friendship and helmets helmets oh and that's just the north pond hermit <laughs> <laughs> 
Drinkopedia was not recorded before a live studio audience and was presented by Jason Nguyen, Audra Stevenson, and Matt Watson. Music by Mojo Kid and produced by Onsuo. Drinkopedia will return with a new episode next week. Stay safe, stay sane, and look after each other. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.